This city is alive on 97.3. Oh, Africa, nobody ever apologized. For when your blood ran red and your country was stolen by the whites, they took your land and your home. And shut you down when you tried to refuse But I'm sorry Africa I'm sorry for my people I'm sorry what they did to you And Africa Nobody ever said it was wrong Though you cried long and loud In your pain when your life was gone but no one cared, they took you. City 97.3 Accra. Good morning and good morning. We are back again here on Saturday morning, Palm Life. Last week we began a very interesting conversation on temperaments and how they affect our relationships and all the things that we do. My name is Michael Mensah and today we're going to continue on the discussion. Last week we were able to look at two of the kinds and part of the reason why we are going into a bit of the detail is to help all of us, particularly those of us who may not be well averse with the various traits and attributes of the temperaments to understand how we reflect. And then hopefully today we would look at how we can get better with ourselves and then with our significant other. If it's in the case that the person is your spouse or is your child or is a sibling, how you can manage all these dynamics so that at the end of the day, you have a fruitful and a meaningful relationship. So let me just do a quick wrap-up wrap of some of the key elements we looked at, and then we'll go on to look continue from there. Yeah, so last week we looked at, we said that temperaments basically is um, the long-standing traits and patterns that propel an individual or define who you are. And as such, is a combination of so many factors, but we are saying that it is inborn. It's something that you are born with and that you come up with. And we were using that, and we said, though there are different studies that have gone on and that relate to person types and how people just reflect, we we're using and focusing on the creation therapy model, which deals more with uh, temperaments. And so last week we were able to look at the choleric temperament and look at some of their strengths and their weaknesses. When we say that choleris are the born leaders, they like to take charge, uh, they like to pioneer things, they are very confident, they are strong-willed generally, they are self-disciplined, so they'll do what it takes to get the job done, they are goal-oriented, they focus on what needs to be done, and they are initiators, and also they tend to have the constant need for change. They like to conquer new ground. So when things become still, they must find something new to conquer if there's nothing to conquer. So generally they are achievers. 
with where they are weak sometimes they are unsympathetic they can be domineering or some can even be quite manipulative they are impatient they are self-sufficient so sometimes they don't tend to have much need for emotions and for others they only want things done and they'll work with those who they need to get their things done and once it's done that may be it and it sometimes can even affect a marital union where the people so a spouse who is typical what they call a compulsive or a type a kind of choleric may have little need for their spouse beyond the areas they define themselves and then they are workaholic they can be addicted or attached so much to their work and um, sometimes too they can be stubborn and oftentimes they may want things done their way whether it's positive or negative they also can be vindictive and then sometimes incorrigible incorrigible means that they think that they don't have a problem so if there's a problem it's you and not them then we want them to look at the sanguine temperament and so the choleric we define the choleric as a courageous choleric they are drivers they are diligent with the sanguine so they are the sensational sanguines they and with regards to some of their strengths they are very warm-hearted they are spontaneous they are enthusiastic they are optimistic they are very sociable and likable and lovely they enjoy friends and being company of other people they are very sociable and then they express their emotions freely and they are warm and nice to be with and also they don't largely hold grudges for their weakness we said that they are impulsive they can be very talkative they are weak-willed and so are subject to more manner of influences particularly when it becomes negative they compromise easily and their moods change because they are very emotional people their moods change rapidly and then they love to be the center of attraction they have a strong need to be accepted by everyone they can over exaggerate or exaggerate they are image conscious and like we said also they are impulsive so that's in just a brief of where we got to last week and and so i'm going to begin with one wonderful lady here this morning who was part of the schedule last week so let me start and welcome mama flora saki mama you're welcome thank you very much all right thanks for having me too thank you and, and so last week we began this wonderful conversation and we are on today uh, we received feedback from various forms and uh, and people are advising us to keep it cool so they can understand and explain all the things make it more conversational we hear you and we'll chip <laughs> it in so let's come to the third temperament mama flora let's do the phlegmatic the phlegmatic yes okay. they are introverts they are if you look at the three drivers initially last week i said that if you look at the three points you can see that cholerics are extroverts they are optimists and then they are doers sanguines are extroverts they are optimists and they are talkers now you can define or describe the choleric as being a the phlegmatic as being an introvert a pessimist and a watcher yeah. what are some of the highlights or things that trace that uh, qualify a phlegmatic the phlegmatics are cool they are cool and calm and easy going they get on with everybody but they are the easiest persons to get along with they make few demands and they accept everything as it comes they are very gentle soft spoken mm -hmm. and they very tolerant and patient and they if you want to do all the talking do do all the listening they, they are very good listeners 
they're humble too, mm. and they don't cause much conflict because uh, they are very, you know, personable and all. And uh, they, they are good listeners. They are good listeners. And they, they smile a lot, even though they don't talk much. Mm. And they are very accepting. You can visit them every single day of your life. They will not complain, but... Uh, they will not talk much, mm. and uh, they may not even return the visit, but they're always happy to see you. They talk very little, and uh, when you live with them, it's difficult to know what's happening in their heads. <laughs> yeah, they bottle a lot, and uh, they take in a lot, but uh, they hardly complain or fight back. But they are quietly stubborn. If they don't want to do what you want them to do, they will not fight you or quarrel with you, but they just you know, do what you want them to do. They are very interesting. And uh, when you live with them, you have very little to complain about. But they are slow and lazy. They are slow and lazy. Lazy, <laughs> uh, unenthusiastic. You okay. may come home, you know, mm. if they are married to a sanguine, for instance, mm. the sanguine may come from the outside with a very exciting story. You mm. tell a uh, phlegmatic and it's like, like oh, <laughs> not say much, mm -hmm. but a friend was saying that one day he was listening to his phlegmatic wife mm -hmm. uh, on phone with somebody, and all he heard from her was mm, eh, oh, ah, <laughs> ah. Hey, never a word. It's just okay. like oh, eh, mm. <laughs> so, okay. So okay. they say very little, mm -hmm. uh, but they are always, you know, embracing. So the, if you keep them as friends, yeah. you you may come with us. Anytime you come to them, they are happy to see you. But they may not, they, they, you know, of like they think that nothing is really important in this life. Okay. <laughs> and when you live with them, it's difficult. Why, 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 why is it difficult? They leave everything on you. Okay. <laughs> Whatever needs to be done, it's mm. like, oh, this is not important. Mm. So if you are married to them, for instance, then there's maybe there's an event in the extended family mm. and all of you are supposed to go and uh, they will not go <laughs> if, like that like the children's uh, uh, the open day thing mm. you hardly see them around with you everything is so you go you do it you go and come so somebody uh, they if they are home <laughs> they may sit before the tv the whole day and not just holding the remote and changing and all that so they are not active Okay. They're not active and they don't participate much. We call them, you know, they sit on the fence. Mm. Spectators in life, we call okay. them. Yeah. So even life. though they don't fight, if, if you live with them in a compound mm. place, for instance, nobody will ever hear you quarrel with or them. fight. They will not do anything embarrassing to you, but you hardly get them to support you in what you need to do. Okay. And it's like, if they if the children haven't eaten, it's no problem for him. School fees are paid, he doesn't care. I mean, few of them, you know, actually uh, take on responsibilities and they okay. don't do anything extra. Okay. You, they, they are conservative, they can live, stay at one thing for years. Mm. But when I was, <laughs> you may laugh at me, <laughs> I was in Water Hall in 1968. Wow. <laughs> 1968. I, I and there was this porter. Mm. Who was there? I don't know when he was employed, but okay. I went to, as a student, I went there. He was already there. Mm. You know, my firstborn went to meet him doing the same job. Wow. Giving letters to girls, okay. taking uh, messages, yeah. giving out keys. Yeah. <laughs> taking keys and all. Okay. I think if it was a choleric who really wanted the job yeah. of, uh, of 
a you know a, 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 a porter yes. you would have even set up a school where you train porters mm, and my okay. senior pastor told me that he was in Legon Hall there was mm-hmm. this porter mm. who befriended the students he always mixing with them you okay. know he did the uh, one of these night classes okay. and became a student there okay later okay but a, a phlegmatic stayed in that one place as a porter for over 30 years mm. <laughs> so, so so the 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 phrase laid back yeah. which has all the positive and uh, connotations to it yep. also has yeah. the negative connotations yeah not uh, fr- uh, phlegmatics are very laid back they show little interest or active interest in what happens around mm. them and they put on they can put up with a lot in life okay mm-hmm. see that the same thing that becomes a strength this this not being reconciled this re- being reconciled with life being cool calm and collected being the gentleman or lady of the park. Mm-hmm. Is it the same thing that now, when it crosses over to the other side, becomes a negative thing in terms of lacking drive, lacking, lacking the zest the, and the zeal? And so they even, you know, they tease you to put cold water on your enthusiasm. If you mm. want to do something, <laughs> it's like you will not really have a practical support mm. they may not if you live with the one thing is that because they are patient and yes. tolerant yes. they allow you to have your way if you okay. are a spouse okay yeah so if you live with a phlegmatic husband for instance and mm. you are a wife mm. he will not be worrying you about where are you going mm. when are you coming back mm. where are you i had a friend <laughs> whose husband was so possessive that anytime she came to visit me the man would call her about four five four times or more wow. okay. where are you i say i'm here so mm. one day he even called her in the, on the landline, she okay. picked it and she said, oh, where are you? And she mm. said, but I'm on the landline. Mm. <laughs> the landline shows that I'm in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, house. But you see, okay. Yeah, so, so they, will not, they don't put much pressure on you. They allow you to have your way and mm. do most things you want to do. Mm. But they are not that practically supportive. Okay. At best, they may give you money, okay. or but not follow you to where you need to go. Mm. Or when they say... You know, there's something concerning the children mm. and they have to show up at school. They will not go. Something in the family or friend is doing something. Mm. Like somebody throwing a party or this. They will never, they hardly accompany their spouses. Hardly, okay. unless, you know, those new uh, generation who have been exposed to maybe some uh, premarital counseling and mm. all that. But mm. otherwise, generally, they, they, they like, they, they are indoor people okay. they keep indoors they, they hate going out so if it's something that involves leaving the house and going out you hardly have their yeah, support and the, you know participation all right <laughs> it, it's amazing some of the uh, how unique we can be in, in, in our expressions mm-hmm. and uh, you know somebody said that one of our wonderful former president who say yeah, pass some joy, yeah, pass some joy. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, you know yes. and and so they they, they mm. value peace they value diplomacy yes uh they, they like i think oftentimes i think that the some of the tem- temperament kinds oscillate between two extremes but mm. the phlegmatics are largely um within a very constrained um level of space they hardly Go far. They don't show too much. They're the most balanced of, of all the, the temperaments. Yeah. They're neither. They're no extreme. Mm. So they are. They hardly get angry mm. before a phlegmatic expresses anger. Mm. Then you've done the wrong thing to him for a long, long time. Okay. And even then, they may not over 
react. As I said earlier, if you live with them yeah. in a compound place yeah. or you work with them, they will not do anything to seriously embarrass you. Okay. And then once in a long while that they will complain that I don't like this or that, even that it will not be, you know, an aggressive, aggressive. fight or something. Wow. Yeah. So, so they so are gentle, very, the most gentle. They're gentle. So they are the gentleman and the lady of the park. Yes. And so so they are likable then? Very. So people like them. Okay. A lot of people like them. Mm. And when you live with them, people mm. will think that, hey, would you include your pen on one okay awesome now okay let's hear the other wonderful person that dr emmanuel hobson yes sir there's some studies and some people say that phlegmatics say that diplomacy at all costs so what, what's your take also on this wonderful temperament as well? Yeah, uh, phlegmatic, first of all, from a professional point of view, is called matured temperament. Okay. That is why it doesn't carry the small c. Mm. And when you say the small c, it means the compulsiveness of it. So there is no where, way... Where compulsiveness is like what? The, the extreme, the, the, the type extreme, is, the kind the of... The extreme of okay. it. So because... Uh, temp, uh, phlegmatic, from a professional standpoint, is already compulsive mm. by its nature. By So there is no way you hear somebody say, oh, phlegmatic compulsive. So mm. if you hear somebody say phlegmatic compulsive, mm. then you must assume the person is not professional. Okay. Okay. So that's the first thing. Now, phlegmatic... In one way or the other, if I may want to liken it to an analogy that will help us, yeah. is something like the tortoise. Okay. They take their time mm. to do everything that they want to do. Okay. And they make sure they do it as perfect as they want to. Mm. They can be pushed. They can be coerced. Okay. You can... Uh, aggressively press on them mm. and it is one uh, tem it's one temperament that all the other temperament mm. run away from okay why so? in, in other words mm. is the one temperament that uh, all the other temperament mm. feels either they can relate with mm. or they are not concerned with how they feel Oh, okay. Uh -huh. So running away is not like literal. to, to, to literally uh, ignore or isolate themselves from the phlegmatic, phlegmatic. Okay. not at all. Okay. Now, you know, choleric mm. will push yes. aggressively. Yes. Phlegmatic is not moved by that. Okay. It's not moved by the aggressiveness, aggressiveness of, choleric. of choleric. Okay. And you know, uh, melancholics. Mm will want sympathy. Mm. Phlegmatic is not moved by that. Okay. And the sanguine will express gimmicks mm. in order to get your attention. Mm. Phlegmatic is not moved by mm. that. Neither is he moved by the service and I want to do everything for you kind of person okay. as a supine. Okay. So, phlegmatic is not moved by aggression. Mm. It's not moved by the uh, aggression of the choleric. Mm. 
tears of melancholy, mm. gimmicks of yes, uh, sanguine, mm. and then the sobriety mm. of the supine. Wow. He is just there. Okay. Phlegmatic is the type that will sit here, and if you walk past, and you have not greeted him mm -hmm. or her, and someone comes and said, oh, have you seen someone pass here right now? He's likely to tell you that, I'm not too sure. I've not seen anybody pass. And one thing they feel is that they feel they don't offend anybody. Mm. This is because they don't feel anybody offends them. Okay. Uh -huh. They don't feel anybody offends them. Okay. So, take it or like it, they also don't feel they offend you. Mm -hmm. You are sitting in a workplace mm. with a phlegmatic. Mm. Uh, you want to ask phlegmatic, oh, do you have John's number? Mm. And then he said, John? What? John? John? He said, oh, the John, your roommate. Mm. Yeah, the next desk. Mm. Yes. He said, oh, I don't think so. Can you give me his number? He said, I don't have it. Mm. And you ask, oh, John, your next <laughs> desk, and you don't have his number? Mm. Phlegmatic is likely to tell you, ah, Am I there to be collecting people's numbers? <laughs> they are very sarcastic, okay, very sarcastic in their yeah. response. Okay. That is why they sound so teasing. Mm. Now, another analogy that will explain them very well is, let's use phlegmatic and choleric. The reason why I want to use phlegmatic and choleric yes. to pair okay. is because the only temperament that choleric cannot stand mm. is the phlegmatic. Oh, really? Yes. And interestingly, they get drawn to them to some. That's right. When it they comes to areas of they marriage can't stand, and stuff. They can't stand phlegmatic. I see. So here is the situation. A choleric man comes back from work mm. and whistling, throwing around his bag, knowing that when he gets home, the wife will show him all the appreciation. Oh, um, praise him for the hard work he's doing, how tired he is. For a choleric man to be, yes, on feel top. good mm. and be on top mm. and know that he's being recognized, he's being appreciated and all that. Then this is a phlegmatic woman who is watching television before this choleric man walks into the room. Yes. Now, phlegmatic woman will just turn her head and say, oh, you are welcome. And continue <laughs> with a uh, movie. Okay. Now, choleric man who has the expectation for yeah. the wife to yeah. maybe get up from the seat, mm. come and hug him, mm. or take the bag, mm. or, okay, oh, you seem so tired, mm. food is ready, what mm. do you want to eat, and mm. all that. Hey, children, daddy is home, mm. you see, kind of thing. And it's more like, really? Does she even see me? Did she just say welcome and then continue <laughs> with his movie okay. with her movie? Okay. Okay. Choleric is already angry. Mm. Walk to the room mm. and maybe possibly sit on the bed and expecting that maybe the wife will walk into the room okay. to check up on him. Yeah. He waited for a while and the wife never comes in. Okay. And she's more angry. Mm. But because they want respect, choleric want respect, really? he will not immediately start shouting and screaming. Mm. He wait a little while. 
Then a phlegmatic wife called. Oh, sweetheart, would you want to eat right now? <laughs> Without walking into the room. Okay. Then the choleric man being angry, mm. though hungry, mm. will say, I'm okay. Mm. Instead of choleric man expecting a phlegmatic wife mm. to read meaning into what he, said. Into what he is saying mm. as if there's something not going well mm. in order to make up to read, mm. you hear a phlegmatic woman call maybe the daughter or the maid. Mm. Uh, Ajua, daddy said he's not going to eat, so put the food back into the fridge. <laughs> you see, this is a typical scenario. Okay. Then the choleric man in the room heard what the, the wife, the, the, the the wife said. Wife the food back into the fridge? Mm. Oh, really? Mm. You see, did I bargain for this? <laughs> Why should I go for a, a woman like this? Mm. She can't be bothered, right? Mm. Okay. My feelings doesn't matter to her, isn't it? Mm. Okay. Now, choleric undress himself and then relaxing in the room. Mm. Still expecting that a phlegmatic woman will walk in mm. to at least make up in mm. a way. Mm. Phlegmatic woman is still by the television changing the channels okay. now because now it's news time. Mm. So he's just listening to news and it's, oh, why should these people behave like this? Oh, this news. <laughs> oh, this thing happening in Kumasi. Oh, why is this happening in Sunyani? Mm. And the husband is in the room and hearing, hearing the <laughs> comments he is making, meaning that as for him, he has completely been forgotten. <laughs> the most important thing now is the news. His case has been closed. Has been closed. <laughs> you are back from work. You are tired. Uh, you are in the room. Uh, Maybe you might have been resting. Mm. You don't also want to eat. eat. So mm. there is not much I can do at this time. Okay. Let me concentrate on the news. Okay. And when I finish, mm. the next thing is I'll come and join you mm. when I'm ready to come and sleep. Okay. And another point is that phlegmatics can't have enough sleep. Oh, really? That is one thing about okay. it. So by the time phlegmatic woman is over watching the TV, mm. she's feeling asleep, mm. yawning, mm. and walking now into the room. Okay. Where the husband, either still sitting on the bed, or maybe now lying down, mm. angry and hungry. <laughs> what a combination. Can you imagine now? Mm. And unfortunately or fortunately, mm. the sex drive for choleric too mm. is a bit high. Okay. And they want it in their terms. Okay. So here is the case that the woman, the my wife walks into the room, mm. yawning, mm. and just getting to sleep. Mm. And you know, phlegmatic immediately they touch the bed and they are sleeping. Okay. They are gone. They are gone. Well, okay. Do you see the thing? Yes. And unfortunately too, with phlegmatic, mm. When you, when you touch them mm. or you have sex with them, mm. fine. Mm. If you don't do, fine. Mm. When you cuddle them, fine. Mm. If you don't cuddle them too, fine. Mm. Do you understand so the thing? Country broker, no broker. They, they don't care. <laughs> so she gets to the bed mm. and then off she's gone. She's gone. Snoring. Then this choleric man... Mm. 
angry, hungry, and at the same time having desire for the wife. So either he has to swallow his ego and initiate, or feel this woman doesn't deserve him. Okay. Then you will not also have what you want. Yes. And now having to be going through that kind of conflict within yes. can make a choleric very, very uh, uncomfortable. Okay. Reason why the likelihood yes. no uh, writing or research has confirmed it. Okay. But looking at it from psycho-emotional perspective, mm. When you put together the various theories, yes. you can fairly want to agree with the fact that yes. cholerics with phlegmatics mm. who have not worked on their extreme weaknesses yes. can cause health problems okay. even to a choleric. Wow. Okay. If we have to go by... Mm. 85% of sickness mm. and disease report at the hospital mm. are psycho-emotional and stress-related. Mm. And this is how much of emotional stress yes. of not meeting his need mm. a choleric will be feeling. Mm. Then if this will continue, yes. this kind of scenario mm. will continue in every area of their lives. Okay. For a long time, mm. you can imagine how much choleric will accumulate pain, mm. anger, mm. hurt, and possibly want to express himself more aggressively okay. in order for a phlegmatic to change. Okay. But the more aggressive you go with phlegmatic, yes. the more stubborn phlegmatic becomes. Okay. But they don't see it as being stubborn. Mm. They just see it as if I can't be stressed with your nonsense. Okay. Because they are just there. They don't even see it that you are aggressive. Okay. Let's say, for instance, come here. Mm. Choleric is calling the phlegmatic. Mm. And the phlegmatic is taking his space to walk, mm. to come to see him. Come! Mm. He said, oh, I am coming. <laughs> I said, come! Come. Mm. Then phlegmatic now stops mm. and said, Ah, well, why? I am coming. Yes, yes, you should come. come. <laughs> and I am coming. Mm. And now you are screaming, I should come again. Mm. What do I have to do by coming than coming? Okay. Once I am coming, I am coming. I am coming. <laughs> there is no other coming than the coming, I am coming. Mm. And that posture alone can get choleric more angry if you retain even for the phlegmatic to have stopped mm. and be trying to express himself to him choleric would have expected the phlegmatic that the time you have stopped and trying to explain yourself mm. you could have used it to be running to me to come okay to come okay. and that would have made me feel that mm. you really respect my call mm. and want to be on time okay. so phlegmatic though matured yes. and that is how wonderful god has made it that mm. if you see any emotionally extreme 
uh, weakness. Mm. Phlegmatic is always a balance. Okay. To mm-hmm. that, uh-huh, to give a blend of a balance to that extreme okay. emotion. All right, Mama, Mama, um, thank you, Doc. Uh, Mama Flora, how does it reflect also with children? So, if a child is a phlegmatic uh, or expresses, uh, what are, how are they likely to behave? Phlegmatic children are quiet mm. and uh, reticent. Mm. So, other children. Excuse me. And this one, uh, the the choleric as a man and phlegmatic as a woman is only an explanation. I use it for an example. So vice versa. If the woman Mm -hmm. is choleric Mm -hmm. and the man is phlegmatic, Mm -hmm. it will be the same thing. The same thing. Okay. Okay. I think I've heard women who are express choleric tendencies say that their husbands are too dull. Or too slow, uh-huh. and sometimes it creates conflict For and, 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 and stuff. Yes, so thank you, Doc. Yeah, okay. Yes, so oh, the phlegmatic child is the one that other children walk over, okay, because they will not fight back, they will not say anything. Mm. Usually, they are quiet mm. in class and in, in the house. Okay. A ch- phlegmatic child can stay a whole day in the home, if nobody asks him a question, he will not talk, okay, and he takes in a lot. So, mm. uh, he's always bullied. Mm. either out in the house or at home. So parents encourage their to defend them okay. when they go out. Mm. And the people like classmates will send them, you know, okay. go and buy this for me, go and buy that. Even at home sometimes they are overused because they are the children who will not complain. Okay. A sanguine child will complain, a choleric child will dodge mm. or something. <laughs> hey, but, uh, and then sometimes a, a melancholy child may show a sad face, okay. a moody face, so you'll not be encouraged. But phlegmatics, take it, they take in a lot, mm. you know, so they send them a lot and they hardly talk. And they are intelligent, but you won't know, because in class they may not even volunteer answering questions unless they are asked. Okay. But when you ask them, but they are also lazy and slow, really and you have to motivate them, okay. push them, yes. Mm-hmm. How about the element of indecisiveness? You know, uh, there's this story of a guy who goes to a restaurant with his sweetheart and they are courting. And then the menu comes forward and then the guy is a uh, different temperament. And straight away he looks at the menu and says, okay, I want to eat fufu and ebun ebun soup. And then now it's a lady's turn and she's like, ah, should I eat rice? Should I eat fried rice? Should I eat jollof? I want the last time I ate. Uh, so she takes about five minutes and the guy is like, what the heck? Let's order the food. Let's eat. Mm-hmm. How, how does that level of indecision also or, or indecisiveness mm-hmm. affect it, the? It's part the, the, of the, their makeup. Okay. It's part of their makeup, and mm-hmm. they in marriage, for instance, they will mm-hmm. gradually welcome the other spouse, always making decisions for them. Okay. And you see, and they, as he was saying, living with a choleric, choleric wants to take the control already. Okay. They want to be in charge. Yeah. So if we ask him, oh, you do you do what is what you think? Oh, mm-hmm. I'll take anything that you also take. Mm-hmm. Then finally, the choleric gets to see, I, I mean, he decided that oh, my wife will always say I should do it anyway. Okay. So a time will come when he may not even ask yeah. an opinion anymore. Okay. And that's, we, nobody is made up of only one temperament. Mm. Maybe a phlegmatic may have another kind of temperament. Mm. That part may not like it. Okay. After, after a point, you may not like that everything he does, he does it without telling that's you okay. or asking your opinion, mm. and you feel peeved. Okay. But that's how they are. They always, you know, ask. It takes them a long time mm. to make up their mind. Mm. Well, for the, for, yes. At the restaurant mm. scenario, mm. You are looking at 
a supine mm. and a phlegmatic, mm. to be precise, mm. because they will really get mm. uh, torn between mm. what to do and what not That's to do. Mm. But with the supine, mm. he or she is expecting mm. that you should choose for them, for them. Okay. or whatever they, you choose. Mm they will also want to go with it. Okay. Because number one, they are followers. Okay. And number two, they want you to make the decision mm. for them. Mm. And number three, they want you to read their minds, mm. to know what is in there, to be able to choose what you think is good for them. And that is one thing that makes them not to have their needs met. Because they are expecting that even though if they've not re expressed the need, yeah. others should read their mind to know what is what they right. are needing okay. in the inside. But we are not gods. Okay. So we can't tell what is in your mind. Mm. That is why supines have it a bit difficult to have their needs met. Okay. Now, phlegmatic at that restaurant mm. is indecisive not because he doesn't know what to choose or whatever. Mm. The problem is that that choice of a uh, banku over uh, kelewele mm. or wache mm. over fried mm. rice is not his business. Mm. All he is expecting is something to fill the stomach with. Okay. So it is not that it's not decisive mm. or he's confused. Mm. No, it's just okay with mm. anything that they bring. But I think that also reflects beyond the restaurant into everyday life. Like there's a decision that the family has to make. He's a man. So let's get a scenario of a husband who is uh, phlegmatic. And then there's a discussion, a decision. What are we going to do? Are we renting this house here? Which one do you prefer? And there's a law. And the wife feels frustrated. Why can't you come out? What is your, what, which one do you prefer? And it's like anything you prefer. Mama Flora, how, are you getting... That, the, the, that was one of the reasons yeah. why I said that <laughs> it can be annoying living with them. Mm. But outsiders don't see that. They okay. see that they will display your husband or your wife is gentle, he's cool, he's calm, mm. so you, there you are blessed. Mm. But when it comes to little decisions like when are we paying the fees, mm. when are we paying the rent, mm. when are we going to visit mm. this person, yeah. who, somebody we know who has lost yeah. a relative or yeah. something. Yeah. Things that need, be to need to be done, especially by the two of you. He will mm. always take forever to make up his mind because generally he thinks that nothing really matters okay. in this life okay. if he don't go so what okay. and he will fight you too the way okay. you say it and he <laughs> i'm yeah. saying because my husband was a phlegmatic okay and he said i can't end of story if you don't do it it, it doesn't get done later because he doesn't really <laughs> Okay, he didn't really care okay. about this. Well, he didn't care about much about what people would think. Mm. And so if he felt like doing, he would do it. Okay. Otherwise, he wouldn't. Okay. And that was the other side. I was, mm. I don't, I, I care about my reputation. Mm. You know, what if, what will people think? What mm. people say? Think. That kind mm. of thing. You know, when mm. you are driven by that, mm. and you want things to get down, you are anxious. Quickly. and he mm. really is not bothered at mm. all. So living with that. <laughs> all right. So that's why sometimes yeah. it's very interesting to know that. Before you can, if we are talking about phlegmatic, yeah. I think we need the listeners to understand that mm -hmm. we are looking at how much of phlegmatic mm -hmm. the person expresses mm -hmm. as against other temperaments that the person may be blended with. Wait, okay, yes. So, we are so that we can say that we don't say that once the person finds uh, phlegmatic in mm -hmm. a part of 
his or her temperament mm. blends. Mm. It means the person will automatically behave or oh. express in all these things that we, we are saying. Excellent. Except that the person has a temperament, mm. a, a phlegmatic mm. temperament, mm. dominating yes. in okay. all the blends. Okay. However, we need to understand also that when you take melancholy mm. and you take phlegmatic, they are likely to exhibit mm. a same kind of traits. This is because phlegmatics express themselves as melancholies mm. and they respond as melancholies. Mm. And melancholies express themselves as phlegmatics mm. and they respond like phlegmatics. So mm. it means that in phlegmatic, you are seeing two um, melancholies. Mm. And in melancholies, you are likely to be seeing two phlegmatics. Awesome. So we, we have to move on but after we come up and, and look at how people thrive so let me just do a few highlights we're seeing that some of the strengths of the phlegmatic is that they are calm they are cool and they are collected never unruffled generally they are easy going they have control they are life shock absorbers they are they, are, they have life shock absorbers mm. okay yes. they are they, they they have controlled emotions they are peacemakers they, mm -hmm. uh, they have high stress tolerance levels they think before they act, so they are very calculated. They don't just do anything anyhow because mm -hmm. they are laid back. Uh, they have a dry sense of humor. Uh, they are sarcastic, like you said. Uh, they are faithful friends and they are reliable. Mm -hmm. If they say they would do it, they would do it. Mm -hmm. If they have to show up, they will show up and stuff like that. For their unless weaknesses, of course they forget. Okay, unless they forget, okay. <laughs> <laughs> which they can do they can easily. Do, okay. For their weaknesses, they are lethargic. That's they are. They, they have no zeal, no energy, no drive. They are lethargic. They are indecisive, they are fearful, they are self-centered because they can't do you wrong and they don't see you do. Right? Mm -hmm. they can't, you don't do them wrong, so why do they do you wrong? They are self-centered. They are reluctant to become involved like we've explained. Mm -hmm. They are unenthusiastic, they are unresponsive, and then finally, the negative side is that the, their sarcasm can go to the extreme. Mm -hmm. uh, so, if you have been joining, sorry, if you just joined us, we are Farm Life and we have been discussing temperaments today. We started with and focused a bit on the phlegmatic uh, you, uh, temperament, their strengths, their weaknesses, and how they reflect as spouses and in general and also as children. You can join us with your messages and your contributions on 0549986996. want to now jump on and look at the fourth temperament. Okay, want to add? Oh, please do. Please go on the Okay, yeah. please go. A lady was married to a phlegmatic man mm -hmm. for 27 years. Okay. And phlegmatics do not, they are not too expressive okay. in here, though, once they say. So the lady reported to her pastor that for mm -hmm. a long, long time, the man had not expressed love to her. Mm -hmm. And when the pastor called the man, the man was shocked. The husband was shocked. He said, Kathy, mm -hmm. 27 years ago, I told you that I loved you. And mm -hmm. if I changed my mind, you'll be the first person to. <laughs> <laughs> to, to hear it okay. and I have not told you that I don't love you so if I don't say I love you <laughs> the reverse is true 27 years ago I expressed it wow and this was <laughs> and this was something that really happened oh yeah oh, I mean yes. phlegmatics are like that okay. they think that uh, nothing is really important okay. but they don't mean any but they are the one the, the yeah, the ones you get along most with. Not when easy. you marry them, your marriage is always cool. It's cool, man. Yeah. The inside, yes. they have some pinches. Uh, <laughs> and one thing I want to add, add to add to this yes. is that when you are married to a phlegmatic, yes, that means when the phlegmatic is dominant, yes, in, in the, the person, person, yes, not that when you have it in, in yeah, some small uh -huh. person, okay. and especially when you have 
it in their area of affection, mm. which is where they express their love, their emotion, mm. libido, mm. and all that. Mm. If you have a husband or a wife mm. that has phlegmatic mm. in the area of affection, mm. never attempt to use sex to punish them. Okay. They couldn't be bothered. They couldn't be bothered. Whether you, male or female. You, yes. If okay. you try that, then certainly you are going to starve yourself for the rest of your life. Okay. Yes. Okay. They may, they may not, mm. and they are okay. Country broke or no broke with yes. the inside. So that one is something that okay. uh, some people can have as a problem. And okay. I'm saying if they have it in their area of affection, mm. not just in any area of the blend. Okay. Because it is in the affection that they express their emotion okay. and their sexual drives right. and okay. libido expressions. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. So now, <laughs> like always, uh, we want to move on to the melancholy, okay. the fourth temperament. I'll describe them as being pessimists, mm -hmm. being introverts, mm -hmm. and yet being the thinkers. Doc, let me start with you on this one. Okay, the melancholy, mm -hmm. especially what you said, mm. they are deep thinkers. Okay. And they are very loyal, mm. trustworthy, mm. and very orderly. And one thing you can use to identify melancholies very quickly is that they are more proactively negative than being positive in a sense that they want to be very careful as to what decisions they make, mm. choices they make, mm. and what they engage. Okay. They are not the type who can do before complain okay. because they are very analytical. Okay. So they want to not make mistakes because of their high standard of um, perfectionism. Okay. So, because of that, it is sometimes very difficult to want to push the melancholy mm. to make decision too quick. Okay. And if they are going to make the decision, you must be sure that they have thought about the past, the present, the future, and they are likely to want to analyze it and even give room for a little bit of mistake that need to be accommodated. For which reason, it is more important to them to want to think about how well it will not go mm. rather than to think of how well it will go. Okay. So I'll give you 20,000 uh, or I'll give you this tomorrow. Mm. Melancholy will not start rejoicing like a sanguine who only hears that He'll be giving this or she'll be giving this mm. and start dancing and jubilating. Mm. But for melancholy, for the fact that you say that, it's rather going to send melancholy thinking. Okay. What he said or what she said, is he able to do it? Mm. <laughs> okay. What about if the tomorrow comes mm -hmm. and I call the number and it is switched off? Okay. What about if he comes to tell me that it is because of A, B, C, D, so... He is not able to fulfill the promise. Okay. okay. If I have any jubilation, mm. why don't I wait okay. until tomorrow? Okay. If it happens, let it rather be a surprise. Okay. 
rather than for me to be anticipating and get disappointed. Okay. Because they don't have that much energy to handle disappointment. Mm. They are proactive to want to give space for that. That is why when melancholy is seeing him or herself rejoicing or being overly happy, yes. there is something at the back of their mind like a policeman holding a staff, mm. warning them that, hey, you are losing your guards. Okay. You are becoming too excited. Okay. Comport yourself. Mm. So you see a melancholy who wants to express the joy, the happiness, and all of a sudden will have to coil mm. because it's like I'm getting, I'm, I'm doing it too, too much. much. Okay, getting out of hand. Getting then. out of hand. Okay. And this is what they are telling themselves. Okay. It may not even be true mm. when others are seeing them. Okay. And they are likely, though they are people oriented mm. and want people to help them overcome their isolation, yes. even though they want a space of their own, yes. they are likely with their posturing, withdraw. Mm. So they are rejected by they themselves rejecting themselves mm. before any other person rejects them. So there's a lot of internalization of issues. Issues. Conflict uh, and, and self-appraisal. That's right. And okay. with which they will withdraw themselves first. Okay. Even if not intentional, mm. their posturing will seem as if they are withdrawing from you. Okay. Or they are having their own space in a way. Mm. And their facial expression also have not encouraged you that they are excited or they are happy or they are this. Okay. So... By that, it is difficult for you to also want to approach them. Mm. So, leaving them to be by themselves yes. will be the best you want to give them. Okay. If you don't want to get yourself tired yes. by always wanting to motivate a frown face to be smiling, mm. always want to be pushing a withdrawn person to be coming along, mm. then you have to just give them their space. And if you do, yes. they intend explaining that as if you have isolated them. Okay. Without thinking that they have self-isolated. Wow. And you are just playing by their game. Okay. Uh -huh. So that's the reflection and the, the, the response. Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Mama yes. Flora, so is it fair to say that melancholies are like electric stoves? They take time to get hurt. And when they get hurt, they take time come out even after you've said sorry and and and, and <coughs> how else also do they reflect i think they rather get hurt easily they get hurt because easily, they okay. read a lot into everything somebody okay. says that uh, melancholies carry their their feelings mm. uh, with their sleeves okay. so you can look at her today mm. and she say ah what's wrong with me she's mm. been looking at me all morning mm. <laughs> and then tomorrow you look at you see her and you just turn your face away and mm. go oh i saw sister mercy at church here on sunday and i wanted to <laughs> greet her and then suddenly she turned her face away then she conclude that uh, Messi has something to do with her okay. or against her and they all they you visit them all the time mm. and one day you miss for them they, they don't hear they don't see or hear from you the first reaction is have i done something against her that's why she stopped visiting okay. she can't think that oh, maybe she's busy or something has taken her away or mm. something but always they have something against me okay. and they they have they have they have idealistic standards their standards okay. are too high not only for themselves but also for others okay so 
and they hardly accept compliment. You tell a melancholy woman, I like this dress mm. of yours, and she said, Oh, I even wanted the seamstress to make it a little longer. This mm. one is too short. Okay. Or sometimes, as you said earlier, they ask a negative question. Mm. My dress is too short, mm. isn't it? Mm. Well, expecting you to say that, oh, it's not short, yes, it's okay, <laughs> that kind of thing. So, so they don't accept compliments? No, they, they, they see more, they are more on negative, the negative more, side. Yeah, so the and pessimists, it's because okay. of their you know, idealistic standards. Okay. And they have a natural penchant for God and things of God. Okay. And at school, we used to call them holy, holy. holy so holy. almost everything was a sin. Okay. <laughs> they have this, what we call the martyr syndrome. Mm. They are the opposite of the sanguines. The okay. sanguines think they are here to be happy okay. and make other people happy. happy. The melancholies think that when you are too happy, it's yes. a sin. Okay. You should be serious. So <laughs> they are serious-minded. Doc, you say you did your research. You are doing a study on the, uh, on the various <laughs> Uh, tribes and stuff. You know, somebody will say that they're quapims. Maybe our choice is we are lightly melancholy in the terms that they are frugal. They, they, they know how to economize. They, they are not wasteful. Like I, I'm trying to put the melancholy against the sanguine. Is, is it is it right to say that if you have a teacher who is always crossing the teeth and dotting the eyes? They are, they are likely mm. to be expressing. Yeah, but I think the equipments too are phlegmatic. They're phlegmatic they, also. They're taking a lot too. Without with, with yeah, getting offended. Yeah, yes. I mean, you can handle them any way you want, but things have changed now. Oh, yes. <laughs> the, the, mo the, modern, the, modern, the modern person. Uh, it's no longer there. How about this? It's been said that a lot of the geniuses in life the Beethoven's, the Michelangelo's, mm -hmm. and stuff are melancholy because of their depth. So they do well in music, mm -hmm. in poetry. They are very talented and very largely intel intel intelligent. They, uh, they tend to be yes. Mm. Could you say that because of their depth? That is also why because melancholists don't like to do more than one thing at a time. They they they, they focus on the thing. They focus on it. Mm -hmm. If you so if they may not have many friends, but they are very deep in their friendship. So when you disappoint as a friend, a melancholy, they, they, it breaks their heart deeply, doesn't it? Mm, so she's in, so how does that reflect in friendship and in marriage? What happens yes. is that for a melancholy, mm. they are, let's say, the cortex, mm. that is the part of the brain mm. that analyzes things, yes. functions in a very unique way. Okay. So they see things in pictures. Mm. So when melancholy is describing something, yes. though it may find it difficult to put the words together, yes. may not be fluent like the sanguine mm. who will go to the extent of even exaggerating mm. it. They are seeing the thing and trying to describe it as it is on their mind's eye. Okay. That is how they behave. Okay. So let's say that a melancholy child is sitting in a class. Mm. Is listening to the lecture, lecturing. Mm. The only thing melancholic child will do is to snapshot the dress okay. that the teacher was wearing, okay. and then picturistically paste it in the brain, in the mind. All right. Any time melancholy remembers mm. the dress color mm. of the teacher. Mm. Any other thing the teacher said mm -hmm. comes so vividly mm -hmm. into their mind. Oh, right. So the linkage is... Yes. So that is why you see them quiet, mm -hmm. listening, and focused. Okay. And will not want any form of inter interaction. interaction. Mm -hmm. So that they can focus. That is what makes it difficult 
for the melancholy because they see in pictures, mm-hmm. they can relive their past okay. over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that is the same reason why mm-hmm. when you offend a melancholy yes. and if you don't take time and check your conciliatory gestures very well yeah. and you think because you have said sorry, mm-hmm. melancholy should move on, yeah. it is not as easy as you may think. They take time okay. to process before they can deal with circumstances and situations. Because you have said sorry and you expect a melancholy to move on, they take time to process the issue, says Dr. Hobson. <laughs> we are going to go for a break and you can... Keep your conversations and contributions coming in on 0549-986-996. Keep your dial locked right here, and we'll be right back. City 97.3. Accra. It's a good day to meet every challenge. It's a good day to want more out of life. It's a good day to wish for it, work for it. Go get it. Familiar taste. A delicious indulgent with a flavor you just can't hide. Refreshing energy. Gives so much for so little. For a strong performance, you've come to the right place. Good day energy drink. Why wait a minute to enjoy a good day when every second counts? Good day energy drink. Keeps you going. Excessive drinking can be detrimental to your health. Not recommended for persons under 18 years, lactating mothers, pregnant women, and people sensitive to caffeine. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. More than a song, more than a song. Mary Ganser presents More Than a Song, happening on the 5th of December, 2021, at ICGC Calvary Temple, Spintex Road. Time, 5 p.m. sharp. Featuring S.P. Kofi Sapong, Reverend Edwin Datsun, Nobelin Ketia, PSA Esther, Selena Boating, Reverend Mike Antonio, Abna Ruthie, and more. Come with all your loved ones. Sponsors Puma Energy, React Transportation, Incredible Cleaning and Trading Services, ICGC Calvary Temple. More than a song, it's all about God's goodness and mercy. Come and be blessed. Premier League action continues this weekend on 97.3 City FM with Match Week 13 action across England. On Saturday, Arsenal seek redemption when they host Newcastle at lunchtime. Rios header, away but not very far. Benjamin White shots eight, but it's in. Alex Lacazette rescues Arsenal. Before Liverpool welcome Southampton to Anfield at 3pm. Oh, a lovely header from Jota, and Mane is in here, goal side of White, square to Salo, and it's three, super breakaway from Liverpool. Saturday's action concludes with red-hot Brighton, welcoming Leeds United to the Amex Stadium. Brilliant cross in, and there is the opening goal, Daniel James at the far post. On Sunday, second place Manchester City tackle West Ham United at 2pm, before the weekend's biggest action sees rivals Chelsea and Manchester United lock horns at Stamford Bridge at 4.30pm. And the goalkeeper's down and it's lashed in this time by the right boot of Rhys James. Two thumping finishes from the right wing. Bruno Fernandes, diagonal ball to Ronaldo! Sublime! Sublime goal from Cristiano Ronaldo. The live broadcast of the Premier League on 97.3 City FM is brought to you by Betway and Good Day Energy Drink. 
Welcome back. We're having an interesting and very meaningful conversation on the temperaments and how they affect us. So we're on the melancholy before we went for the break. Mama Flora, are you up to something? Yes. Oh, Doc, did you, did you finish your point? Uh, you no, what I wanted to add yes. is that uh, melancholic are very helpful okay. when it comes to looking for a trustworthy relationship. Mm. Somebody who can be very committed. Okay. And they look forward to the security of the relationship okay. and make sure that they protect the relationship mm. against any other thing that will invade the relationship, okay. even including their lives. Okay. So when you hear a woman saying that, hmm, but for these children, yes. I would have left, mm. you must know a melancholy is talking. Okay. If you hear a woman saying that, I am here mm. and I'm seeing the problem that the children are going through already. Mm. And what about if I leave? Okay. No. Mm. So you are looking you are you are you are looking at a melancholy. Okay. When you listen to a, a, a woman who says that, well, if we have our own small matches box size of land mm. and we can just put poles on mm. it. Mm. I'll use my own cloth mm. to wrap around it, mm. provided we we'll call it our own. Okay. I'm okay with that. Right. You are listening to a melancholy. Awesome. When you listen to a very good music, mm. a very good analysis, you are looking at a melancholy. Mm. They have contributed so much to life. Okay. And I'm like... Uh, yeah, I'm applying. I'm applying, yes. Yes, to add to what you have just said. Yes. Melancholies are the most brilliant and talented of all the hey. temperaments. Okay. And uh, yeah. they have contributed to modern science and technology more than all. They have the self-sacrificial attitude. Okay. In fact, when you befriend a melancholy, yeah. if you do them good all the time, and they, have, they are not able to, I mean... Uh, return your, you know, your goodness. Yeah. Do you hear them say something like, "Oh, as for me, I'm always receiving from you, mm. and I'm not able to give you back." But, but if you can do it, that if you bring at at most three times, they will also return yeah, the yeah, favor. Yeah. Mm. And they like to sacrifice, especially. Mm to those who cannot pay them back. Mm. And when it comes to a, a career, they yes. like the type of career that takes many years of hard study and all that. They think that anything that is cheap mm. is, is, is not worth it. So okay. you have to sacrifice and go through pain. So you okay. find a lot of them in the uh, medical field yes, and okay. all that. And okay. uh, they are the ones we locally call book long people. Book long. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if he's a melancholy, but <laughs> melancholy is like long years of study. They are the book long yeah. people. Mm. And uh, if they are very considerate and thoughtful. Okay. Hardly will they take what belong to belongs to somebody else. Yes. And they are so very, they, are they, they watch their step. They are cautious, mm. prudent. They always make sure that they don't tread on your toes, you mm. know, unnecessarily cautious to offend. They, they get easily get offended, so okay. they always watch so they are not offensive to others. Okay. And also oh, they yeah. are so much careful about economic hardship. Okay. Because they find it very difficult to seek for help. Okay. 
So they economize whatever they have. Okay. They want to make sure that they are self-sufficient in a way. So let's bring it into a, a, a normal conversation of a home where the husband is a typical sanguine and he's spending all the money and they do the family budget and he's wasting it and at the end of the day bills are not paid and how would it affects a typical melancholy wife. Hmm. Worried all the time and anxious. Not like, feeling secure. My, my late brother was mm. a sanguine and okay. I, I think that he's married to, he was married to mm. a melancholy mm. one. I hear that one day he went and bought some things in the shop mm. and the wife saw that the things were not necessary. She took them back. Wow. <laughs> collected <Okay>. that money. <laughs> so sanguines are impulsive. They, they buy things on the spur of the moment mm -hmm. yeah but melancholies are deliberate they analyze as he said they take their time mm -hmm. before they go for shopping mm -hmm. they spend years months weeks you know uh, putting down what is necessary okay and uh, they will ask them say this necessary mm -hmm. now can you wait can it be bought later and then they do all that calculation that? they're very calculating okay <laughs> so they would they would not work without a plan no it's, it's a melancholic man that you see remove his purse mm. from his trousers and put it in his pyjamas before going to bed. <laughs> it's protecting the, it's the, protecting the purse. <laughs> when I was in school, my father, I, I'm sure my father was a melancholy mm. plus something. Mm. And he asked us to, you know, bring a list of the things we needed for school. And mm. then you go through with <laughs> his and red pen. And whenever my reports came, he yes. went through it all. Okay. Those days there were no calculators mm -hmm. as now. He went through and recalculated the marks. The marks. The marks. And wow. there were three times I saw that the teacher was wrong. Wow. The, the, the class, the house uh, four mistress mm. was wrong. So because the first mistress, he, she added all the marks and made a comment. The, the teachers would bring the individual yes. subject, yeah. uh, you know, marks. Yes. And then the four mistress will calculate also that you are first or second mm. or third or that. Mm. My father will go through all that and realize that the, the form mistress made a mistake. Mm. It should have been maybe 70 plus something, mm. and uh, yeah, even mm. if it's a point. Yeah. <laughs> so for instance, the way yes. you are saying about the family system, yes. let's look at a scenario where the man is interested in how much tomatoes is costing at the market today, how much okra is costing in the market today. And we want to see the list of all that will be bought before the money is given out. Okay. And this is a, a sanguine uh, a woman mm -hmm. who find it this so weird mm -hmm. and also coming from a family background where maybe such analytical expressions mm -hmm. are not obvious. Okay. So he rings back home and said, hey, mama, mm -hmm. my husband, mm -hmm. He's so stingy mm. that even tomatoes, mm. he wants to know how much it costs. Okay. Garden egg, mm. mommy. <laughs> I say garden egg. <laughs> I have to write it on paper. Mm. It's likely to want to count the pieces if it's worth the five CDs I bought it mm. or not. Mm. This is the description that young girl will give about the husband to the parents okay. to explain how stingy the husband is but i beg of you when a melancholy is behaving like that it is not because they are stingy it is their nature of wanting to protect and to make sure they don't exaggerate mm. overspend mm -hmm. or make sure that the family is secure mm. but if you don't understand them 
you will give them all kinds of names. Okay. But because they can also have certain kind of blends, yeah. which if possibly, the blend is also predisposed mm. to having some kind of careful thoughtfulness mm. to withhold, mm. then when they put it together, mm. you can see a very beautiful, self-centered, selfish, and stingy person okay. to describe, okay. but may not possibly be who exactly they yeah. are. It is only a false explanation of their actions. Mm. So even if they hear that is how they have been looked at mm. lying, mm. it is painful to them because their intentions are not to be stingy. Okay. So how about this element of avoiding the limelight? And that's one. And then there's also this element of wanting order. So their neatness. So maybe, for instance, Malankal may just have a pair of sh shoes and just two dresses, but she always appear in it. How about that element of the order? I've heard a story where after marriage, mm -hmm. if after two months, the, the wife was a melancholy. She banned all shoes from the room because she said the man's shoes were smelly. <laughs> and you know, it's, isn't it amazing that their, their, their level of depth influences everything, even their sense of smell, mm -hmm. even their, I mean, physically, it is not a psychological or emotional thing. Actually, we have women has physical ramifications. Sometimes they feel extremely cold, and then they also feel extremely hot. So how does it play out with regards to order? How important is order? And how important is avoiding the limelight to a melancholy? Mama, Mama Flora. Yeah, so we are born with these things. These mm. traits are inborn. Mm. So that's how they were made. They were wired mm. into this life. They mm. want everything to be ordered mm. well or when you go to a place where a, where a melancholy works or you know uh, lives mm. everything is or everything has its place every day and they are also scheduled mm. they want the right time for every they mm. have a time for everything one of my daughters is like that when she was in a primary school before she went to secondary school she washed on friday afternoons every friday afternoon however sick she was mm. she would wash mm. if it was raining she would walk because they are just like clocks mm. must, it must be done this time and mm. this place so it is it is like that and they like uh, when you go to a rich man, mm. a melancholy who is rich, you open their, you know, mm. wardrobe. You see mm. all the black coats on one side, mm. all the blue coats, mm. all the brown coats, mm. the socks. Everything is organized. Mm. That's how they are. They can't stand disorder. Mm. So it's part of their emotional needs. Yes, and uh, they, they they like things like that. So how does that reflect? Imagine a, a, a melancholy husband who wants structure and order. Is married to a sanguine wife and comes and the bed is unlaid. Is it likely to create tension? It upsets him. It will put him off. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he may. And what if melancholy be, be what they, they see all of life, you know, connected. If mm -hmm. so, if, if a melancholy, uh, you know, let's say that Friday evening, Friday the whole day is planned that oh, this weekend, mm -hmm. you know, my wife and I will have a trip to Jerusalem mm -hmm. and all that. Then mm -hmm. he comes to the house mm -hmm. and there's the knife, the kitchen knife is on the, you know, the dining, the, I mean, the, the sitting table. room table. Mm -hmm. He's put off. He will mm -hmm. not touch his wife for mm -hmm. months. Mm -hmm. They are just like that. So that's the reverse. What was a choleric man who still wants the action? A melancholy man can be affected by 
the, yeah. the on disorder in the environment. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, that's why we were wired that way. We are all different, but mm-hmm. everybody has uh, a use. And you see, the, you won't find the strength of all the temperaments in one person mm. or all the weaknesses. So we are all mixed. Nobody is also made up of only one temperament. Mm. And there are different schools of thought, though. There are people who think that uh, uh, the opposite temperament cannot be in one person. Mm-hmm. There's uh, the sanguines and melancholies are direct opposites. Yeah. So whereas sanguine is weak, yeah. and melancholy is strong, and vice versa. And then the cholerics and phlegmatics are direct opposites. So where one is strong, the other is weak. And they think that God in his wisdom will not put two temperaments in one person, opposing temperaments in one person. And therefore when you find this opposing temperament one person means that there's what they call a masking. There's okay. a mask because sometimes you have to shift from your natural birth temperament to another to either survive or please a, a, a parent who is looking after you. Let's say if you are a choleric a child mm. and you live with a choleric father and a choleric uh, mother, mm. yeah, both of you are controlling. Okay. All of you are controlled, but. Mm. It depends on who also looks after the house, who okay. pays for the food and all that. Okay. So you, the child, will have to submit and learn to behave like a phlegmatic. Mm. There was a woman who was a choleric. She, she's sanguine choleric, okay. and the husband was melancholy choleric. Mm. So they clashed in the area of choleric. They okay. always wanted to, each wanted to dominate the other. But mm. the man was the breadwinner. Okay. So the woman had to submit, learn to submit mm. uh, like a phlegmatic. Mm. And when she went out, yeah. <laughs> if she joined a group for the first day, she mm. wanted to become the president. Okay. Because she wasn't allowed to control in the house oh, okay. like that. So, so it does reflect. Mm. Wow. So we are seeing that the melancholy... Part of their strengths is that they are analytical, they are gifted, they are creative, they are self-sacrificing, they avoid the limelight, and they are very loyal. They are, they maintain high standards. They are very meticulous. They are ordered and structured, and they are very conscientious. For their weaknesses, they are introspective. They are touchy and moody. They can be self-pitying. They can be very suspicious. They can be pessimistic in everything. They can be indecisive, not from the point of laziness, but from the point of wanting everything in place before they start. They are perfectionists to the fault, and sometimes they can be self-deprecating. That's putting themselves down, like Doc said, internally. All right, so now I want to look at the supine, and then we'll take your messages, and then your calls today. And then we'll see how it goes. All right, so now let's, Doc, yes. let's come to the fifth temperament, the one that was introduced in 1983. You, you personally know the annals and you have worked with them. Yes, so who is a supine and how does a re- supine reflect? Okay, supine, first of all, is a temperament, like you said, that mm-hmm. has just uh, newly been discovered and introduced to the academia by Professor Anno and Phyllis. Mm-hmm. After actually 400 years of research work that has gone into getting to know what other temperaments exist. Mm-hmm. And after the discovery of supine temperament, there's been a lot of dynamics in the human behavior analysis and had been so helpful for from that time till now. Now, supine, just as the word sound, is more like somebody lying with an obeisance posture, mm. in an obeisance posture, sobriety. So just as the name sound like, that is the 
what describes the temperament, mm -hmm. which means that it's a temperament that is there to express service to others, wanting to look at what others will feel comfortable with. In other words, supines are expressive as melancholies, but are responsive as, melan as sanguines. So melancholy posture in expression and sanguine posture in response. So when you put these two together, you are likely to be seeing an indirect behavior type of a person. Whilst the person is expressing to be melancholic, which is calm, non-expressive, um, non seems to be introvert, and just want to go with the flow. And yes, in response, he responds like a sanguine. Then you are likely to say, ah, but I never knew that you can sing this beautifully. I never knew that you are this orator. I never knew that you can be this hilarious. It is just because the front their expression with calmness of a melancholy, but in the inside, they respond as sanguine. Now, you can also see them as pretenders. Why? Because they don't express how they are feeling in the inside, which of course comes back to the point that though they are feeling sanguine in the inside, which means they are jumpy, loud, dancey, and all that. But in the inside, covering up with the melancholic features. So they seem to be um, pretending, like a contradiction of a person. So you don't know what they want because their posturing is like, I don't want it. I don't need it. It doesn't matter to me. Meanwhile, in the inside, they need it, they want it, and it matters so much to them. It is because they don't want to create an impression of putting pressure on anybody around them. So, in other words, because they think about others and want to serve others, and want to be there for others, even at their own expense, they think every other person should also think like that. Or every other person should also behave or be predisposed like that. So they think that when you are seeing them, they assume, even if they don't tell you, you should know better. You, are, you will be able to tell how they feel, what they need, what they want. Because generally, we will see others with the eye lenses with which we see ourselves. Yeah. And since for a supine, you will not tell supine to pick this thing from here. Get me this chair. Get me this table. 
put this thing here. I need this. Will you call this person? Will you tell this person this? Supine is looking with their antennas, wanting to see what somebody needs at what time so that they can meet that need. So, oh, you have just entered. There are three chairs. These are four people coming. Quickly, Supine will make arrangement, getting into the room, and you want to say, oh, are you part of the meeting? He said, no, I'm coming to check because I've seen four people outside. But I noticed that it was just three chairs in the room. So I have to be sure so that I can come and add the fourth one before they even enter. That is how supine things. Oh, we are doing this thing, but I just thought that we need to add this thing to it in case somebody else also comes in so that we don't embarrass ourselves. The supine will go and say, eh, Last time, this is what we, you planned, you told me you were going to do. Have you been able to do it? Don't you think it's rather better for you to call the person to let him know about ABCD? Supine are proactive to want to protect, to serve others. So they naturally think that others will also reciprocate, see what they need, and provide it without them asking or saying it. So this is what puts a supine in a place that makes them difficult to have their need being met. And unfortunately, because of the same posturing for which they don't want to hold others responsible, they don't explain their anger as anger. They rather name their anger as hurt. I am. They they, they say they are hurt. They are actually saying, I am angry. But they don't want to use the word angry so that it will look as if they want to reciprocate evil for what you have done. Now, they are very loyal committed because of the uh, melancholic expression. So they are very loyal. They are very orderly as well. And here is the case that they want to respect the order to the letter. So this is a supine for you. If you say supine, you are the... Let me use the example of just a security or a, a caretaker. And you said, when I come, I'll blow my horn, peeping, 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 open the gate for me. When you come back and blow the horn, peeping, supine will be looking at your face. <laughs> no, it is you, but he will not open the gate. Why so? It is because you have already gave the order that the horn will be blown in a particular way. Why do you change the sound of the horn or the style of the blowing? He's trying to try my loyalty. Interpretation. So I won't do it. You can even come out from the car and say, it is me. Open it. He said, no, I will not. So they respect order to their default. That is a supine for you. And because one of their extreme weakness is not being able to make decision, but rather can flow with your decision that you have made, is simply because supine doesn't want to be held responsible. They want to feel free 
to serve to all the capacity in which they can. They get rather restricted if they know that they will be held responsible because they don't have the parameters in which they will operate. But when they know they are obeying an order, in which case the person who is giving the order will be held responsible, Supine can go at all length to serve. And then the next thing is that they serve well and better when they are playing a seconding role. In other words, being an assistant, being um, a support team player because of the decision-making bit, which they find difficult. Not because they cannot do it, but it is because they feel rather anxious when they have to solely be responsible for something. And many people make mistakes. By the time they see a supine playing this supportive role, seconding role, you will see a whole lot of the leader in them at that point. But immediately you make the mistake of changing their position and bringing them to play the leading role, you have stifled the supine because they will be clouded or will be swaddled with anxiety. Am I doing it well? Can I do it? Can I make the decision? And all that. And supine is the type, if I will use this analogy to drive it back home well, is that I am tired of life. I want to kill myself. This is robe. This is poison. Which one do you want me to use? They will ask you. They will ask you. Okay. So you will even be responsible for how they kill themselves. Okay. So they don't like to take the, 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 the responsibility. So that is briefly a supine for you. But what we call them is we call them sweet spirited people. And supine is the one that cannot have enough of love and can give enough of love. So if you have a wife or a husband that has supine in affection or sanguine in affection or a blend of supine and sanguine in affection, oh, come on, you will really be romantic in your relationship. But at the same time, each of these temperaments come with the different weaknesses and strengths that also need to be managed. Awesome. And when they come to conflict situation, supine will appreciate any form of resolution. But the resolution they will prefer most is when they, it is arbitrational, where somebody will make the decision or the verdict and said this is what we must go by but you must be very careful that you must satisfy supine's need by that decision you are making yes you know uh, some of the strengths and weaknesses and then we'll go on the council and take messages Okay, so thanks, Doc. So we are going to look at some of the strengths and weaknesses in summary, as Doc has said, and then we will take the messages. And with your kind support, we will do a part three, which will be the final point. God granting us grace next week, where we would look at how to manage 
ourselves in whatever form we express in our temperaments then how the other significant other would also manage it so that people would know how to live like doc was saying mm-hmm. how do you deal with the choleric how do you deal with the sanguine when it comes to their learning mood when it comes to affection the love the romantic dimensions and all so uh, supine generally are service people they have a liking for people they have a gentle spirit like doctor said they are dependable they are enforcers of policies like doc said they are very loyal they have a positive response to love and affection they show total commitment and they are reliable mm-hmm. with their weaknesses they are openly de- dependent which shows um, they are fearful because they have the fear of rejection they store anger like doc said as hurt feelings they cannot communicate their emotions they expect you to read their minds and then they are weak they have weak willpower and then they have a need for constant reassurance mm-hmm. and then they can suffer from aggressive disorders mm-hmm. and then also they come up as if they are pretenders they come out as if they are pretenders also so you can join us with your message on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. The reason we've not rushed through, we could have done this in just one session, is so that we can begin to understand. And like I said, because we are very complex human beings and we express in different forms and ways, we've tried to take our time to give examples and stories, all aimed at helping us to understand and embrace it. So we're going to the message console. And then we would hopefully pick a few calls today. And God granting us grace next week, we'll wrap it all up with the things we need to do to enhance our relationships and to make us better people so that our love life, our family life, uh, our unions will work better. Please take us to the council. So kindly, Doc and Mama Flora, kindly take note as I read quickly, then we can try and respond to some of them. Or else we take calls. Hello, Farm Life. Hello, Farm Life. I have a good leadership skills, very dedicated to duty, but I am a perfectionist and talk more when I'm angry. Please help me make up my temperament. This is Hammond from Kedi. Please, please, Doc and Mama, please, please, please take note. Please write. Because we have to respond to it quickly. Today we cannot not, not respond. So let me go again. It says, hello, farm life. I have good leadership skills. I'm very dedicated to duty, but I'm a perfectionist and talk more when I'm angry. Please help me make up my temperament. That's Hammond from KD. He said he did work. Does work? He's, 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 he has good leadership skills. He's dedicated to duty, but he's a perfectionist and he talks more when he's angry. He says, please help me make up my temperament. That's Hammond from KD. All right. Then the next one. Good morning, farm life. This is Lee. Doc made a point that phlegmatics don't like sleeping. Oh, really? No, yeah, he, no, he never said that. That's rather, they they, rather that's, like, that's rather the opposite. Yes, they like rather sleeping. They rather like sleeping because they want to be in a state of relaxation. Can you please allow him to lay more emphasis on that point? Okay, so about sleeping. They, Farm, like, they like rather sleeping. Okay, so Doc says they rather like sleeping. Farm life, please. Doc's example of a choleric husband and phlegmatic wife is my exact <laughs> issue. And it has caused my marriage so much that I always feel... It is a mistake for me to marry her. She's a very good person, but I don't know how to manage this. I'm feeling so depressed about our marriage now, and I need to talk to Doc. This is Yao from somewhere in T. Doc, the guy says that he's a choleric largely, and he sees the phlegmatic tendencies in his wife. And your example shows their case. Mm. 
It's a case study. <laughs> so he needs help from you. So yeah, please call back after the program. Doc's number will be given to you. But God willing, next week, we will delve deep into how to look at, we'll look, create different scenarios and look at how people can get along better. Good morning, farm life. I once dated a phlegmatic guy and he seems to be okay with anything and whatever <laughs> I say. He was too cool and very considerate. He doesn't think there's something called negativity. In fact, to me, he was too soft for my liking, so I couldn't move with him again. Mm-hmm. Till now, I hardly know if his behavior was normal or I was too harsh. Happy belated birthday to Benjamin Bentum of Weniba from Abna Asabia of OEB. Okay, Farm Life, thanks so much for this interesting topics. Good morning, Sister Florasaki. This is Ata Alute from Amprovi. Good morning, team. The topic is very good to me, but unfortunately, I'm getting out of reach. Is there a checklist for one to check to know the temperament? God bless you. Hello, Farm Life. Interesting discussion. My mother is a phlegmatic and has known my sanguine dad since the 1980s. Alright, they are together as a couple, but live apart in different regions. My problem is that any time they come together, there is misunderstanding or a quarrel. Till date, there are quarrels from 1981-82 that resurface because my mother has not changed much with temperaments. She's slow, will waste time, is indecisive and always late. My dad has a good sense of urgency towards others, impatient and quick to anger. There's a problem between them now since she visited him two weeks ago and an 80s issue was again mentioned as the origin. What can we do to help them? This is Van from T. Good morning, please. Can a person have two temperaments? This is Kwesi from Pillar 2. Listening very well, I feel I have a bit of all the temperaments. Please, can one have more than one temperament? This is a queer from Koforidria. Hello, farm life. What career path is favorable for a pragmatic person? All right, I know that one of the administrators can be, they can be counselors, they can do accounting, they like jobs that are stable, and they can be carpenters as well. Good morning, farm life. Please, how do I gain back my ability to recollect all that I have been taught in class? Because I used not to even read my notes, but now I struggle to even remember what I read. I didn't know I was a melancholy until now. My colleagues used to say that I'm something because they don't see me learning. And I explained to them that all I need is to remember what the teacher said in class, as if watching TV. Please help me because for the first time in my life, I'm not myself after writing an exam. And I know I... Please call up. I know I didn't do well even when my results are not in. I know I'll be referred. Oh, we pray that grace would have gone. Can family disappointing you to the core affect you because I'm not myself. Please help me. Definitely, we said that the melancholy is influenced by what they go through. So if you have trouble at the family level, it can affect your focus and affect your performance. Oh my God. This is so me. I'm a melancholy. So true when you guys started talking about our trace. I was laughing through. You guys are so good and on point. God bless you all. This is Amma Senna from London. <laughs> Thank you, Amma, listening all day from London. We are grateful. It, what, is it, is it possible? possible that one will have all the four temperaments? A careful look at the explanation shows I belong to more than two temperaments. This Abiro inside Kentampo. Good morning, farm life. I'm Nachi Bright at Mamponting in the Quabre East Municipality in Kumasi. I'm an ardent listener. I'm an ardent silent listener of your show. I've read the temperament book from Tim Lahey. Why you do what you do. Yeah, that's a good book. And listen to Mr. Kennedy, your being podcast on temperament. 
those materials give me an idea of why people behave in a certain way. Your conversation has given me more insight on the topic of temperament. I have a beloved who is 90% melancholy because she is very analytical and very caring too. She at times complains I don't compliment her effort, but, but whenever she does something and I compliment, she will be like, oh, this one, I wanted to do it this way, meaning how she does it is what is not even the way she wanted to do it. I'm a phlegmatic and because I have exposure to these materials, I'm putting much effort to work on my weaknesses in my temperament. But for my beloved, I've been trying to let her even read the book on temperament, but she's adamant of it. How do I approach this situation to let her have a gist about human temperaments? Good morning, my name is Nana from Nungu. Okay, that's another person. Sorry, that's over. So this is another person. All right. Good morning, farm life. My name is Nana from Nungwa. What is the perfect pair for marriage among the four major temperaments? Okay, that's the nice question. Good morning. Please, I think you have to make the explanation of the temperament simpler than you are doing. The examples also must be realistic. I don't know how a boss will blow his horn and the security man and the security man because he's a supine will say you didn't blow it the way you told me to blow it, so I won't open the gate. Thank you. This is Kodjo Asari from Kofoidra. Kodjo, you, you you have no idea. Alright. Um, where are we now? We are done. Okay, alright. So, uh, Doc and Mama Flora, please be answering them. But in the interim, let me open the phone lines. You know, like we said, temperament is such a complex issue because we express in a combination, like Doc is the word, compulsive, the type A kind, the extreme kind. And then sometimes we have the blends in different areas of our lives. So, why we are we are taking our time and we've gone this far is because of um, the hope that we will get the form and the expression to understand. Secondly, what he's asked about um, whether a watchman will not open the gate, he's illustrating the fact of how it can be. No, it's an explanation of how um, they respect mm. rules. Yes. It's just to explain yes. how supine mm. want to respect rules. Mm. So it's not to be taken from the... Uh, the literal, uh, the literal mm. explanation mm. that I gave. Mm. It has to be understood in mm. a point of making it um, like, explain okay. how they respect rules mm. and regulations. Mm. Uh -huh. That is all that I want to explain. Mm. So if you convert it or explain it from that perspective, it will give you a better picture mm. of what I am trying to communicate. Thank you. So you can join us on phone lines. This is a, a, a short time of calling but please do because we want to hear from you on zero three zero two two three zero zero seven five again zero three zero two two three zero zero seven five and zero three zero two 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 four nine five nine zero three zero two 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 four nine five nine and lastly zero three zero two nine seven three seven three six please keep your radio sets down or whatever receiver you're using to receive the information down and then keep it brief so we can have as many calls within a limited time so we'll be interspersing the calls with the responses from our resource people here all right so anybody can start with any of the answers okay, please the, yes. the, the guy said that he has a leadership skills however mm -hmm. he expresses himself much more uh, when he's angry or he's upset. Mm. Yes, certainly. Um, that is 
a, a, a trait of a temperament. Mm. However, we want to be very careful not to just look at how you express or respond mm. to tag you with a particular type of temperament. A professional will not want to do that, but we can just suspect. Mm. So when we use the word suspect, mm. it is to say that we want to uh, allude to Per what you have said, mm. this is what we can suspect, mm. but we cannot hear mm. confirm as professionals. If the person is unprofessional, mm. he can just listen to you mm. and just confirm mm. what he seems or think mm. you are. Mm. But possibly, I may not be able to do that. Okay. Uh -huh. All right, we have a caller on the line. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, your name and where you are calling from, please. And please keep it brief uh, for us. Right. I'm Emmanuel calling from this lagoon. Okay, Emmanuel, please let's hear you. Yeah, please. Uh, I'm a kind of person who is much dedicated to work. I always uh, attend to whatever I have to do on time. And I'm much passionate about others, much concerned about others. But I'm a kind of person which have a who have a, a quick temper, and I'm unable to identify my temperament. Can you please identify it for me? Okay, so Emmanuel, thank you, Emmanuel. We'll try and tell you what we suspect, as Doc said. Uh, some When some things turn out, then they may point to something. But, yes, Doc, so, um, and oh, we can uh -huh. go on here. He's, Emmanuel says that you heard him. He's committed to work, he cares about others, but he's quick-tempered. He's asking, what do we suspect? It could be. Just as he mm -hmm. said, he's concerned for others. Mm -hmm. And it's at the same time quick-tempered. Mm -hmm. And it's work-oriented yes. and time-conscious. Yes. This will clearly tell us that he has series, he has different blends mm -hmm. that are playing different roles mm -hmm. at particular uh, areas in his temperament. Mm -hmm. So he may be expressing in a different temperament mm -hmm. and responding in a different temperament. So, the, for instance, to be work-oriented, he can be expressing himself in choleric or expressing himself in melancholy, okay. but responding in a different temperament, mm -hmm. which is people-oriented. Okay. However, when he said he's quick-tempered, mm -hmm. that can also be a weakness in choleric. Mm -hmm. But we cannot place in which areas mm -hmm. he's exhibiting these temperaments mm -hmm. unless a thorough lab analysis mm -hmm. is conducted on him so that he can not only assume, mm -hmm. but rather confirm that this is the blend in which he falls and the predispositions he has. All right, Doc, please hold on. Good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Who do we have on the line, please? There's Hamon. Hamon from KDI. I okay. sent him the message. I okay. think I'm, I'm grateful for all. I've been an this listener to some of our CTS program, but I think that it's been helpful. Last week, this week, is very helpful. Okay. And with listening to you very well i think i know my temperament now so don't, don't worry i know my temperament i know okay. i know it's very well. i listening to you i realize that um the, the bit of melancholy is clear and, and looking at the things that i do on daily basis i realize the things that uh, is happening to myself and what you say and mama flu you've done very well so completing uh, to all of you I, I love what you're doing yeah keep it up okay yeah. that's wonderful thank you so much mm -hmm. yeah. So please try and answer some of the questions quickly. We are almost out of time. 
the second person said um, the scenario given represent he and the wife and what they are going through. Yes. And we said, when you call, yes. we can see how we can help okay. the two of you. Mm -hmm. And somebody also said he has a phlegmatic fiancé mm -hmm. and he seems to be too slow to his liking in things that he's doing. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is why understanding your person types, even before you get into the marriage, mm -hmm. is very important. Mm -hmm. So that extreme weaknesses can be identified mm -hmm. and what to do to mitigate these weaknesses and maximize your strength mm -hmm. can be worked on even before you get into the marriage mm -hmm. and when you are able to have your lab analysis before you get into the marriage it serves as a guide in the marriage so that once in a while you both will look at your temperament analysis report and you can tell to what extent certain things are expected and to what extreme weaknesses are creating what and what problems and how to mitigate those things. So it's a very clear guide. Mm -hmm. It helps in even identifying the kind of posture you need to take when it comes to even your work, mm -hmm. your parenting style, mm -hmm. your even it sometimes can explain to what extent certain health issues can become a problem or not. Mm -hmm. So I will encourage people who really, really want not to just assume on their temperament, mm -hmm. to want to call to find out if they can take part in having the lab analysis so that they will not only assume but have a clear documentation which is clinically confirmed mm -hmm. about who they are and then they can also identify the various blends mm -hmm. that they have mm -hmm. in the various areas right, thank you so the greatest gift you can give to yourself awesome. is to know yourself better awesome good morning who do we have on the line please and where are you calling from good morning sir. my name is Jim. I'm calling from Dansman. i didn't hear your name sir Oh, can you reposition yourself? Your line seems to be breaking. And then tell us your name again, please. Okay. Uh, please, uh, my name is Enoch. Enoch. I'm from okay, Enoch, please go on. You have your last call for today. Yes, please go on. Yes, yes, yes. Please, uh, when will you discuss uh, Zodiac sign? Where would you discuss uh, Zodiac, Zodiac sign or astrology or horoscope? What will you describe as? Please come here. I'm not getting the question. What will you? When, when, when will you discuss uh, uh, zodiac signs? Oh, zodiac signs. Oh, okay. Astrology is not one area that we are into. Um, so we are not competent enough to discuss that uh, currently. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, okay. Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's not our area of focus for now. Okay. Sir. Uh, okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. Mm. All right, so I think we can't take any more calls. Um, okay, what I want to say Yeah, Doug, one second, please. Mm -hmm. We would need to... Uh, we realize that more messages have come in. We even had some from last week. We could not even attempt to. So next week is where we are going to now bring the solutions and look at the issues yes. people look out of. So um, I will encourage our wonderful Okla to save all for us. And particularly the ones where we have not addressed. And then next week, we'll add it to the previous week's one. And then we'll take some more. And then fully for the full duration, we'll be addressing the issues. Uh, so, Doc, please, your closing comment. And I think Mama Flora is... Mama Flora, so please take note of any question that you didn't answer. Next week, okay. uh, for three weeks running, we've had it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we'll address it. So, yeah, a comment in a minute each, please. Okay. Um, I will want to encourage each and every one... Mm. If you really want to put your life in perspective, your marriage in perspective, 
how to even deal with yourself and be able to relate with yourself and relate with others, the greatest gift you can give to yourself is to know yourself. And the only way you can know yourself is when you subject yourself to go through the lab analysis to understand your temperament or your inborn nature. Not by just assuming, but go through a clinical analysis to be able to establish and have the reports with yourself even before you get into marriage and even when you are in the marriage already, in your workplace, in how to carry yourself, even in ministry, you need to understand all these things to be able to help yourself. The greatest gift you can give to yourself is to want to have the lab analysis to confirm who exactly you are so that you don't live in assumption. The most tragic thing that can happen to you is to live this life and die without really knowing yourself, only struggling to be like other people. Okay. So if you want the lab test and analysis, you can still call 0244 Awesome. Thank you, Doc. Mama Flora. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. The temperaments help us to understand ourselves as well as other. The other, the just because the other person is different doesn't make them wrong. Sometimes they may be right, but just because they are different. So we should all learn to accept everyone. And then uh, no temperament is better than the other. We all have good strengths and then also bad weaknesses. So we need to, you know, learn to understand ourselves and each other. And Thanks. also pray. Because knowing the temperaments alone is not enough. Yeah. We need to pray for our marriages and other relationships to work. Thank you very much. That's the voice of Mama Florasaki. So thank you very much for staying tuned. We've been ably produced by Philip Nilati and Nashika Caesar with wonderful technical support from Okladam. So stay tuned for the big issue with Duke Mensah. God willing, next week we'll be here to do the concluding parts where we'll take more issues. My name is Michael Mensah. A Moscovianan could not join us. And so Leticia, thank you and God bless you. Ninety-seven point three. Accra.